0: This is Brain Diet, episode number two. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. Hey, everybody, welcome to today's episode. We are talking about life today. Sound familiar? (laughs) Um, And maybe a new perspective to try on that could be helpful, that I hope is helpful for you. When I was really young, I used to work in model homes. I was a ticket taker during the parade of homes, and I would give people information about the house they were visiting and tell them, you know, the type of flooring in the kitchen or the style of tile in the bathroom or the layout of the basement or whatever details about the house. And they would admire how picture perfect everything looked and would get inspiration. I know a lot of people like to do that to get inspiration for their homes. And I guess technically I wasn't really supposed to be giving that information, but I would listen to the realtor there talk about it and I was like sure I'll I'll talk about it too and people would ask me questions anyway super funny but I just acted like I had all the answers and at the time being so young I admired the houses as well as the onlookers did and I imagined what I wanted my future house to look like and got inspiration myself and it was really fun I loved that job but if you opened the cupboards at these model homes, they were empty, and some of them did, didn't even have shelves in them, or even like the the inner construction of cupboards. It was just kind of like a a shell of cupboards. They weren't even real cupboards, so obviously there wasn't any food in them. And in some of the model homes, the water wasn't even turned on, so they didn't have running water, um, and the the picture frames that were all throughout the house were just filled with stock photos and the closets were really clean and very empty. They didn't have any clothes or shoes in them. And the beds were perfectly made because no one was sleeping in them and there weren't any scuffs on the walls and there weren't any water flecks on the mirrors. And all of this is because no one was living in these model homes all those homes were, were shells filled with stuff. And it all looked really pretty and very beautiful, but there wasn't any life in these homes. Now, my home now, I try to steam my floors once a week. I usually will end up vacuuming twice a week Well, and sometimes daily, depending on the sheer dedication of my kids to have me bring out the vacuum. Um, And I'll clean toilets every Saturday and I'll dust the blinds when I'm feeling extra committed and all those things, you know, those basic chore things around the house. But without fail, all of the cleaning I've done has been covered in food, food, or toys or bathwater or dirt from outside or whatever within minutes of me having finished. <laughs> or on the other side of things, I had made jello and I'd put some dinosaurs in it for my kids to dig in so that they had something to do when it was really cold and snowy outside. And while they played in that jello, I, f- I felt incredibly creative and I felt like, super mom in that moment. They played for a solid 45 minutes and we got a nice little activity with that um, jello and dinosaurs. But after that 45 minutes of them playing, I cleaned for hours getting that jello off our table and the floor and the walls and the blinds and the fridge. And it was everywhere. And even to this day, Months later, I'm still finding jello splatters in my kitchen. Because you know what? My house is a house that's lived in by humans that I love. And sure, if it weren't, it probably would look like one of those beautiful model homes without not even a scuff on the baseboards, But my people are the ones that are making those messes. And even like taking children out of the equation, my husband, if he ever leaves clothes on the floor, which to his credit, isn't often. He's a very tidy person. I love you, Ben. But I see those clothes and they're a reminder that my husband is the one that those clothes belong to. And if he died tomorrow and weren't around, I'd be so sad not to have those clothes on the floor. And to get even as gross as dusting, I mean, isn't dust essentially like dirt and our skin cells, right? Something super nasty. But when I dust my bedroom blinds, because those are the ones that get the dustiest, it seems like, I think to myself, I'm dusting these blinds because we are sleeping in a bedroom for half our lives that this is a bedroom that is lived in and used. I have a house that is lived in. And I think especially in these days of of Pinterest and influencers and all that we see the model home type pictures and somehow we believe that because our home or our life doesn't look like that that something is wrong. But nothing is wrong. You are in a house That is lived in. Or recently, we bought a brand new car, which was really fun. Because being brand new, there wasn't a scratch or even a speck of dust on this car or in this car. And we put the kids' car seats in the back seat. And my almost three-year-old is forward-facing in his car seat. And he likes to put his feet on the back of the front passenger seat and we live in utah so we have very cold and wet and snowy winters and so within days of buying this brand new car the back of the passenger seat was covered in mud and slush from my son's feet and his shoes and not to mention that within minutes of driving in the car with the kids i kid you not there were triskets crumbled into crevices that are impossible to reach with a vacuum and yet somehow they're still visible so it's like th- those crumbs just taunt you right and then soon after there were scratches on the insides of the doors from where my kids were driving their toy cars and there were fingerprints all over the windows and there were leaves from outside that were all over the mats and you know you, you get the picture And so at first, I was so bent on keeping the car as new as possible. But a brand new car isn't lived in. A new car isn't experienced. A brand new car hasn't driven me all of the places that I love to go. So now I'm happy to embrace my car with the scratches and the crumbs and the leaves and the mud and the footprints because... It's my car that's driven in. It's my car that's lived in. Another example of where we think that things are somehow wrong in our lives is when we aren't like feeling motivated to exercise, say. We all know that exercise is good for us and it's generally encouraged and we start to believe that something is wrong with us, that we don't have motivation to exercise more. But we fail to remember that we have a part of our brain that's sole job is to keep us alive. (laughs) And though we have evolved a great deal since we were cave people, and though we don't encounter threats to our everyday lives like the lions and tigers and bears that we did back then that would have killed us, that part of our brain hasn't caught up yet to modern day and is still very bent on keeping us alive, which is great most of the time. We appreciate that, but exerting energy, like burning extra calories than our body would burn at a completely resting state can make our brain think that we're dying. <laughs> so obviously we aren't going to be motivated to exercise all of the time because our brain is trying to convince us that staying asleep in bed is a much safer option. Nothing is wrong with you for lacking motivation. And if we did feel motivation all the time, it would start to dull and it wouldn't be as exciting as feeling all sorts of other emotions as well, right? You feeling motivation or lack of motivation or every emotion in between, it's just you functioning exactly as a human being is supposed to function Now, in the same vein as exercise, talking about the human body, bodies that have had life experience and have gotten injured in sports events or had illnesses or been pregnant and delivered babies and breastfed babies or that have driven in a car to work 5,000 times to provide for a family or a body that has freckles on their skin from the sun— Like those bodies are bodies that have lived life and done amazing things. Like I think of when I had newborn babies and I was up at night so much and I would feel so physically exhausted and I would look so physically exhausted. I was a mom living a mom life. In fact, today, I hadn't even been dressed for 60 seconds, literally 60 seconds, before I had boogers and banana on my shirt. My son's been into this thing where he likes to wipe his nose on our clothes. Like, I hadn't even been dressed for 60 seconds. But that is me not simply being an empty model home. I was wearing a shirt that once was brand new and pristine, but now it is a shirt that is worn and a shirt that is lived in. Our bodies are meant to be lived in. They are meant to accumulate different things and change based on the lives that we are living. We carry with us all of the experiences that have made us into who we are today. And that is where the Pinterest and the influencer part of this can come in because so much of their lives and their bodies are maintained in such a way to convey that They are untarnished and unexperienced, frankly, right? And that's not true. That's not how it's supposed to be. Our bodies are meant to have experiences and to change and go through things. Another part of our lives that we can sometimes argue with is how other people behave. We believe sometimes that other people need to behave a certain way. They need to act the way that we want them to or else we can't be happy. Which isn't true, by the way, but like if my kid makes a mistake or if a friend of mine has a different opinion than I do, or if my mother-in-law doesn't love me the way that I think that she should, we think it means that something is wrong. But if we all behaved the exact same way, if everyone had the same opinions about what the correct way to behave was, that would be so boring Having a life filled with people that are different than you is what makes life fun. It gives life color. Now, we think that if we just accept our lives as what they are, that we won't seek out improvement. Like, if we accepted things as they are, we wouldn't continue to clean our houses or our cars, or we wouldn't continue to exercise, or we would just eat everything in sight and trash our bodies, or that we would treat people like crap but the opposite is true. When you accept that you are a human being with a life that is lived, you care for all the components of that life because you love it, not because you resent it. And accepting your life As you having the best possible human experience, all of the crappy and the happy and the clean and the dirty as just you having an amazing life-filled human experience, like that makes our experience so much more fun. It gets rid of the arguing that things should look differently than they do. Because let me tell you, your human experience looks exactly like it should. Imagine if our lives were like a blank, a massive blank canvas when we were born, and every time we were happy, there was a splatter of yellow, and every time we were frustrated, there was a splatter of red, and every time we got sick, there was a streak of turquoise, and every time we went through something really hard, there was this area of green, And imagine every person in your family and all their personalities that are so different than yours added colors to your canvas that you didn't even know existed. If our lives were like those empty model homes, our canvases would be blank for lack of experience. There'd be no color to our lives. So I want you to notice if you find yourself frustrated with the way things are. What if nothing has gone wrong? What if your life is simply a life that is lived? A canvas that was just accumulating colorful elements that you never would have been able to accumulate without all of those experiences. I want you to embrace all of it. The good and the bad and everything in between. Because that is what makes you, you. You are a human being having the best possible human experience. And even if that is too hard to see, I can help you. Hop onto my website and schedule a mini session with me. My website is taylorannmacy.com and just on the homepage, there's a button that says schedule a mini session with me. And it will be worth it. I promise. That is all that I have for you today. Thank you for listening. I love you. And I will talk to you next time.